You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. What up, everybody? It's your boy MSW. That's Mr. Saved and Woke, also known as Juan Enrique Toussaint. And these are the afterthoughts for episode five, Color Blindness. So like always with these afterthoughts, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into these. One of the first things that I want to clarify was an acronym that I used early on in the episode. D said something about... Uh, the use of colorblindness being or colorblindness being said by white people and non-white people. And then I retorted or I responded, oh, some POCs. And I realized I didn't define what a POC was. So POC just stands for a person of color or people of color. All right. Just want to keep everybody in the loop and in the know. The next thing that I want to go over is critical race theory. So I gave an okay definition of critical race theory, but I wanted to give a more official one. So I did a quick Google search to give you all something more official. So there are a couple definitions of critical race theory. And I was reminded that critical race theory is actually a theory that is used or applied to law mostly. And you'll hear that in this definition. So critical race theory is a theoretical framework in the social sciences that uses critical theory to examine society and culture as they relate to categorizations of race, law, and power. Okay, so it's not necessarily uh, used in law, but it's used to examine society and culture uh, as it regards to race, law, and power. Next, I want to give a better and more succinct definition of a social construct. So Merriam-Webster defines a social construct as an idea that has been created and accepted by the people in a society. And that's exactly what race is. It is an idea that has been that was created at a specific point in time um, in the new world specifically and probably in England as well um, but definitely in the new world around the 1600s Um, and if you want to learn more about that believe it or not uh, pbs.org has a great article on the creation of this idea of racism so it gives you pretty much everything you need to know in terms of the historical context of the creation of the social construct of of race and it had nothing to do with biology next i want to talk a little bit more about white privilege so again i want to highlight that just because when someone says white privilege what we're what we're not saying is that all white people live these these lives full of what i guess what you would normally think of of privilege of 
of wealth and, and no problems and just being handed everything to you on a, on a platter. I will just restate what I said in the episode. When we're talking about white privilege, we're not saying that all white people have easy lives. What we're saying is that when you do have problems, when you do face hardship, you know you have the privilege of knowing and being certain of the fact that whatever difficulties you face, they have have nothing to do with the color of your skin. And the reason that is, is because America is set up and Western culture is set up to be advantageous, to be most advantageous to white people. So, of course, there are white people in poverty. There are white people who are sick. There are white people who work hard for a living, who, who work hard and still seem to get nowhere um, or at least feel like they're getting nowhere. But in those cases, it's not because of your race. It's because of something else. And although you may be unprivileged in other cases, like there is the privilege of location, like urban people are, you have like urban privilege. You just have access to more resource, resources. And whereas rural people in rural communities tend to be, to be marginalized and they don't have privilege in that respect. So of course you can be, just because we're saying you're privileged and you have one aspect of privilege does not mean we're saying that you're privileged in all aspects of society so please do not take that out of context um just take it for what we're talking about when we're talking in conversations of race the white individual the white group that's the privileged group all right later on in the episode d she mentions the fact or she brought up something that a family member of hers said and she was like, well, do you think that, you know, God made us different colors to challenge us to love one another, you know? And I I see where, where Dee was coming from and that with that and I you know, I responded to her in the in the full episode. But I just want to to clarify my point so yes i do believe that because of modern racism that it is a challenge for people to love regardless of the color of someone else's skin Um, however i don't believe that that was god's reason for creating different skin tones the first reason i don't believe that is that modern racism is just that it's a modern new thing. So like I said, the idea of race was created around the 1600s, okay? So 1600, so if you go back from the 1600s to the crucifixion of Jesus, that's okay, like we already know, 1600s. And then before that, there's thousands of years of history of a world that had no concept of what we call race today. Um, so... I mean, of course, God knew that it was going to happen, but I, I just don't think that that's that God the, gave us color with the intent of giving us a challenge to love one another, because that was that that's a new challenge that we created for ourselves. Um, the second reason is because it goes back to what I said earlier in the in the full episode about why God created different skin colors. Um, it's the same reason, you know, why God made flowers and trees different colors. 
so that we could look at this world and we could see the diversity, we could see the intent, we could see the design, we could see the engineering and just be in awe of the the greatness and the glory of God. So I believe that God created, created people with different colors just so that we could be in awe. It's like, wow, man, like God is awesome. He thought of all these different types of types of people, all these different colors, all these different shades, all these different grades of hair. He created us all. Wow. Praise the almighty God. Hallelujah. I believe God created all of us for his glory. Um, and yes, it's 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 hard. And my, my last example is might might sound kind of strange, but it goes uh, my a lot of y'all know or some of y'all know that my wife is is pregnant and next month we're actually going to be expecting our first baby girl um and so that's why my next my next example in regards to my this comment from d has to do with pregnancy and giving birth so we all know that giving birth is a trying experience um and is giving birth hard yes does it challenge women to have faith in god to get them through Yes. Was this difficulty in childbirth God's original intent? No. The difficulty of childbirth is a direct result of sin. And in the same way, the difficulty that we have loving one another regardless of skin color is the direct result of sin. Romans 8:28 says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So that does mean that God can use these bad things for good. And in these cases we we have an opportunity to increase our faith um in spite of these difficult circumstances that we brought on ourselves. Um but like I said, like it was not God's original intent for a childbirth to be hard for women. That that was a result of sin. And I don't think it was God's original intent for us loving one another to to be difficult. That was a direct result of sin and a direct result of the same sin, actually, um, because as soon as there, as soon as Adam and Eve shattered their vertical relationship with God by eating the tree of the knowledge of good and evil not only was that vertical relationship with god shattered but their horizontal relationships with each other which with other people were also shattered so they didn't know how to love each other and they didn't know how to love themselves so again it is it's kind of i guess it's like six one way and half a dozen another like i don't think that was god's original intent but because romans eight twenty eight is true that god works that all things work together for the good of the them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Like so yeah, he can use all of the enemy's plans to for for the good of all of us believers, but how things play out, I do not think was God's original intent. So this was a rather short edition of afterthoughts but hey there's nothing wrong with that I do hope you enjoy and we are looking forward for you coming back and joining us again for the next full episode of the saved and woke podcast and until then as always keep the faith and stay woke mm-hmm.